Hey, everybody, it's here. It's episode 100. You can expect today a walk down memory lane, a look to the future, and lots of prizes, lots of folks visiting the show, that and more coming up right now, episode 100. Let's do it. All right, I hope you've buckled up because it's time for That's How I Roll, the podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. I'm your host, I'm Jeremiah Isley. On this remix edition of the show, stay tuned. We've got a great show coming for you. And here's your host, it's me. <laughs> it's me, your host. No, hey, I'm not Mario. I'm Jeremiah Isley, and this is it. We've made it. We've made it to episode 100. I don't even know what to do with myself. But what I'd like to do is just take a moment and enjoy this for just a a second. If you just indulge me. (sighs) We made it. It's episode 100. Thanks so much for tuning in. Some of you are here because you've been with the show since day one. Some of you are here because you heard there were prizes. Some of you have joined in and out along the way. Whatever the case, thanks for tuning in today. Thanks for being here as we celebrate episode 100. So I have been really on this kick lately of getting folks to call into the show I sent out some emails. I talked about it in the last episode. Well, my friends from the industry have answered that call, and we're going to go to the machine right now and see who's up first. Hey, look, it's a message from Tom Wetzel of Cosmos Games. Hey, Jeremiah. Congratulations on your 100th episode. Uh, what an amazing accomplishment! Uh, you, you guys bring a, you bring a great voice uh, and opinion to the hobby. Uh, I wish you success in another 100 episodes. Uh, thanks again. Bye. And what the heck? Let's play another one. Here's one from Randy Hoyt of Foxtrot Games. Hello, Jeremiah. This is Randy Hoyt with Foxtrot Games. Congratulations on 100 episodes of That's How I Roll. Also, I have some print and plays with circles that I need cut out, and I hear you're having a party. Do you think everyone would be interested in helping out? (laughs) Oh, Randy. No, I'm not cutting any more circles out. So a little backstory on that one. Uh, Randy, way back in the day when he was publishing his first game and Scott and I had just started up uh, Theology of Games, he contacted us and said, hey, I have a print and play of a game that I'm making. You guys want to play it? Little did we know, like he was just going to send us sheets of stuff and we had it printed out and, and there were all these tokens that were circles and we had to cut them out crazy crazy uh, just it was like arts and crafts night at the Isley house but it turned into a game called relic expedition which is a lot of fun and uh, i think i think you will uh, enjoy it if you ever get a chance to check it out so what i want to do is um i got a little segment coming up in the middle of the show where i'm going to talk about one of my favorite games of all time 
And uh, that we'll get to that in a little bit. But before we do that, I would like to take a moment. Now, if you know the show, uh, you know that on the zero episodes, we kind of do a little look back at the last 10 episodes. We look back and we look forward, kind of see where we've been and where we're going. I'm going to do that today, but we're going to take a little more of a deeper look back at the show because it's the 100th episode. What else do you do, right? We go through the highlights, but before we even get to that, <laughs> I I went on to the, the interwebs and I thought, you know, I wonder, I wonder what's happened in the world since, uh, you know, since I started the show. So I recorded my first ever episode right at the end of January, January 31 of 2016. So I, I get it. Yep. It's October. I should have had the hundredth episode a lot sooner than this. You're absolutely right. We missed some portions of time and then a week here and there. You, we'll get into all of that in a little bit, but here we are. It's, you know, <laughs> it's three years later almost. And, uh, you know, back in 2016, early 2016, times were just simpler then. Justin Bieber's Love Yourself was the number one song. Kung Fu Panda 3 was number one at the box office. Now, it is important to note that the Force Awakens was still number three in the box office three months after its release, which is pretty impressive. Let's see what else happened in 2016. Later on, Cleveland won its first championship in 54 years, which was pretty awesome. I celebrated like crazy that night when the Cavs won in game seven over the Warriors. It's a moment that I shared with my, my children and well, the two that were with us at that point. <laughs> we'll get to that in a little bit, but uh, it was a, an amazing night, 2016. And uh, of course, since then, LeBron has left us again in 2018. What else happened since the, the start of the show? Well, I'll tell you what, Theology of Games started yet another podcast. So now we've got three Board Games Daily cranks out episodes every day. We've got over 215 episodes of that show going on. So go check it out. There's lots of gaming discussion going on there. In the gaming world, literally thousands of games have been released. I I didn't even try to add this up because the numbers and the way this hobby is expanding is unbelievable. Also in that time, Asmodee bought everybody up, <laughs> including Fantasy Flight and Mayfair and some big hitters out there, and then subsequently got sold for $1.4 billion. Uh, that is nuts. So that's what's been going on in the world, in the gaming world. Now, of course, we call this show the podcast about the games we play and the lives we live. So here's some of the things that happened in my life since I've started this show. The big thing is we moved, right? 
which is why there's a big chunk of time where you'll see there's about almost three months in between a couple episodes. So we did the whole pack up our house, sell it, move to a new house, which also needed a ton of renovation, by the way. And we did all of that. It was crazy, crazy time, but also an awesome time. I wouldn't have changed that decision for anything. We also had an unexpected addition to our family. Check out episode uh, 31 if you want to hear more about that. We had a house fire. Uh, Check out episode 47, which if you want to hear about that. Then a little over a year ago, we finally moved back into our house after being out of it for four months and living in random places and rentals and all that kind of stuff while they fixed up our house, which happened at episode 58. We also took a trip to Disney earlier this year. That's episodes 70 and 71. And we finally, if you've been listening for the last couple years, we finally got our pool open, which I talk about in episode 80. And then the biggest sort of thing of this year is Theology of Games. We had a booth at Origins, and that's where my life and gaming and Theology of Games, that's where that all kind of collides and intersects because that was obviously a huge moment for the site and everything, but it was also a big thing for myself and for my family because it's, you know, it's something that they had to be invested in. I had to spend a lot of time on and uh, it was it was a great, great thing. I had so, so much fun. And, oh, look at this. It's another message. We Hold on a second. Let me get the machine fired up here. Here we go. Hey, Jeremiah, this is Kevin from Quiver Gaming Gear. Wanted to send a message to say congratulations on your 100th episode. Awesome work and what a milestone. Thanks for all you do for the gaming industry and for the podcast. And I wish you, that's how I roll in theology of games the best. Take care and may your next 100 episodes be filled with amazing gaming, my friend. Bye-bye. All right. Well, I appreciate that. Kevin's such a good guy. I have to tell you a little story real quick about Kevin. So I was at Gen Con, not this year, but last year in 2017. And I was doing a project for Tasty Minstrel Games, which was a ton of fun and really, if you ask me, if I do say so myself, it was this great, great project. It came out amazing. I I did a story piece on, on Gen Con and, um, and Kevin lives in the Indianapolis area, or he did at the time, and he was at the show, but I think he was only there maybe one day, maybe two days, and we tried to get together just to have lunch and sit down and talk, and I was so busy and so booked. He kept texting me, hey, you, how about now? I'm like, oh, I can't, and then what about later today? Oh, I'm booked at that time too. Like, I was such a jerk and blew him off, but I didn't like, I wasn't blowing him off. I was legitimately busy, but I just felt so bad because I really wanted to sit down and, and just hang out with Kevin, but it just, it never happened. So anyway, Kevin, thanks again for the kind words. Thanks for calling in. I really appreciate it. You've always been a big fan of us. You've always supported us and we, we are so, so grateful for that. 
a little more history about the show as we move along. Um, as you know, or maybe you don't know, I started recording in my car, and as I drove home every day from dropping my kids off at school, uh, I started a show called My Drive, which is what this show started out as, and that was just a dumb name, in my opinion. So I changed it on episode 13. It became That's How I Roll. After that, like I said earlier, we moved. So, hey, yeah, uh, I couldn't really record because it was like a three-minute commute. So I stopped recording in my car, moved to my studio, which has been great. I love it. I'm sitting in my basement studio right now. Sounds great. Everything's awesome. But it's not the driving cool gimmick, I guess. (laughs) Anyway, in the earlier days, I really tried to get a lot of people on the show because I really wanted to do this cool driving home, talking to somebody on the phone and record it. The technology is out there for that sort of, but it was really expensive and just wasn't able to pull that off all too well. So there are a few episodes where I did manage to do that, including episode number three. I did this on the third ever episode when I talked with Jason Katarski of Green Couch Games. And one of the earlier ones, again, was episode 19 with Alan Girding of Tuesday Night Games. And then I kind of moved into the studio situation and I had a ton of people on. Um, I Actually, it's, it's funny because I look at this list and I'm like, I had a lot of people on the show and I feel like I really haven't. But man, there's a, a good list here. I'm working on getting more and more. I love having guests on the show. So, but I just wanted to take a moment and read off some names, some folks that have been on the show because I really, uh, I appreciate them taking their time. They've been a part of this journey as well. So I want to acknowledge them. And uh, so, like I said, Jason Katarski and Alan Girding, Alan and I have done a couple different episodes together where uh, we've actually been simultaneously on each other's show and we've talked about new Star Wars films and all that kind of stuff. It's really cool. Um, I'm hoping to do it again very, very soon when the next installment of the uh, Skywalker Saga comes out, episode 9. So that will be very cool. Lance Meister, the undead Viking, uh, he's now with Tasty Menstrual Games and he's been on the show like three or four times. Michael Coe from uh, Gameland Games has been on the show a couple times. My boys, <laughs> Mr. X and Mr. C, otherwise known as the Bungler Brothers, have also been on the show like five times, six times maybe. They've been on a lot. My buddies, Josh Seapost and AJ Skiftstad. AJ's now a part of Theology of Games. He's, uh, he's hosted over on Board Games Daily and doing an awesome job. He's also writing up a piece for us every week on the blog. So glad to have him on board. It was awesome having them on the show as well. John D. Clare, designer of Edge of Darkness and Mystic Veil and Custom Heroes and all kinds of other games was on the show and that was awesome. Brian Drake, who is an awesome magician. I used to produce his podcast for him. He's been on the show. Tiffany Kyres of Deepwater Games, Randy Hoyt of Foxtrot Games and Brenna Noonan of Starling Games. And speaking of, oh, look, there's a message waiting for me from Brenna. Let's take a listen. 
Hey, Jeremiah and the Theology of Games team. It's Brenna from Starlink Games. Just calling to wish you a happy 100th episode. Thank you so much for all of your support, and I hope we see you at a show soon. Bye. That was awesome. Thank you for calling in, Brenna. I just, this is so cool. I love having people call in. I love having more voices on the show. You guys make this show so, so much better. And um, so I, gosh, probably 10 episodes ago now, it was in the early 90s, you know, back in the early 90s when Nirvana was big. Um, (laughs) But no, seriously, in the early 90s episodes, I kind of put out an episode uh, asking for folks to tell me like, hey, what was your favorite moment? What was your favorite episode? And I got a few people to write in and really, (laughs) oddly enough, uh, most people were saying that their favorite episode was episode 47, which is titled, We Had a Fire. That's not a game title. I, I, I don't know what to think about that. <laughs> so this is an episode that I actually, I recorded in my car again. And the reason I did that was because we had just had our house fire and we, all of my stuff was, was taken away to, to be cleaned and salvaged hopefully. And so we didn't have, all I had was my phone because I had it on me and it wasn't in the fire. And so I found an app that allowed me to record a sound file you know, just speak into my phone and record an audio file. And also it would allow me to upload to SoundCloud, which is where I'm hosting the show on the, on the web because otherwise I wouldn't have been able to do it. I couldn't edit. I couldn't do anything. Like it's, it's literally just, you hear this, this thing start up and I start talking and then I stop talking and the show's over. And, um, but it was this very, it was like a day or maybe two days after we'd had this fire and we're living in a hotel and it was, uh, you know, it was a pretty real moment for the show. And I guess that resonates (laughs) with folks. And I always try to be real. I always try to be transparent. I'm just kind of, like I say, very often this shows kind of my, my self therapy. It's the time that I get to talk about, my life and things that are going on and share that with you guys. And also (laughs) at the same time, I guess I'm working those things out. But, uh, so that was kind of unanimously almost the top moment and the, and the top episode of the show over these last 100 episodes, uh, which is very interestingly enough. I, I didn't really talk about games. I didn't review a game or anything like that. So, um, so there's that. But, uh, before we move on, I want to, um, where was I on my list here? Oh, look, there's a message from Mr. Ben Canellos here. Let's take a listen to this. Hey, Jeremiah, this is Ben Canellos of BK Game Design. I just want to say congratulations on 100 episodes of That's How I Roll. It's been a blast riding co-pilot for, with you, and uh, I really enjoyed the ride and looking for 100 more. So best of luck, and let's keep this thing rolling. All right, bye. 
Everybody's joining the party. I love it. Ben, thanks. Ben is, Ben's kind of like a double agent for the show. So I've reviewed one of his games, Red Scare. Go back in the 80s, 70s, somewhere in there. I should have looked that up before I did this, but I, I reviewed one of his games. He's also, he's been a part of the the projects that I've done for Tasty Minstrel. He's been interviewed there, but he's also a big fan of the show. He's been one of the earliest fans that have, has listened and emailed me constantly and supported everything that's going on here. So Ben, thanks so much for being a fan. Thanks for being a contributor. Thanks for being a designer. It, it really means so much to me that there are people out there like you who enjoy the show and who um, are just your disciples of the show. You're, you're out there spreading the word of that's how I roll. And that is so, so cool. And I really, really appreciate it. Before we go any further, I want to tell you about my favorite game of all time. And it, this, it kind of got re-cemented into that position over this weekend, actually, oddly enough, We had a Bible study for my son. He's in middle school now. And so there's this guy's Bible study at our church and they need a place to meet. And we say, hey, we have a cool basement. You should come and and meet there. And so they do. And for the first few weeks, it's been warm enough outside that they play outside and they hang out outside and they, you know, sit around the fire and that kind of things. But it's getting dark it's getting cold so we've kind of moved it to the basement and they always look to me at the end to say hey we want to play a game we want to do something fun and i happen to have a few games on my shelves so this week i pulled out the resistance and it was the the avalon version i'm sure i don't need to explain how to play this game it's hidden identity it's social deduction it's great I know people who don't agree with this take because they they have found certain groups of people will play it very mean and they won't enjoy it because people just do not have the right attitude when they approach it. But it's it's so good. I taught it to these middle schoolers and including my son who actually somehow had never played it, but we'd held off on teaching them games that teach them how to lie to us. So I understand that, (laughs) but it's great. I loved it. We had a fun time. We had nine people playing it and my son has not stopped talking about it since then. (laughs) Every time we, he comes home from school, remember when so-and-so did this and he was Merlin and he should have known better. And it was just, it's so fun because it makes you talk and understand other people. And I think that's so important and it's such a cool thing with uh, gaming that games can help you understand where people are coming from and, and talk with them about where they're coming from. And it's just, it's such a needed skill in today's society. So that's, that's my favorite game of all time. Still standing, still champion. Uh, 
there's been a lot of contenders and there's, you know, there's top five games, there's top 10 games and those all get packed in and sometimes they get jumbled around and some games get kicked out and new games get put in there. But the resistance and Avalon have really stood the test of time for me. And, uh, that's still my top game. So there's that you guys are probably wondering if I'm going to talk about contests. Well, I am. So let's do this. I want to first tell you what you can win, and then I will tell you how you can win it. Here's what I've done. I've broken these prizes into three different prize packages. Prize package number one is simply one game and it's the deluxified version of Chimera Station. This game, you know what I'm talking about. You know Tasty Menstrual Games. You know they're deluxified games. They're awesome. Their components are over the top. They're, they are deluxe to the max. That's prize pack number one. The second prize pack consists of Before There Were Stars from Smirk and Laughter, which is a great storytelling game. Uh, the Sunday Split, which is a an ice cream-based card game from Foxtrot Games, and Food Truck Champion from Daily Magic Games. So that's prize pack number two. Uh, Food Truck Champion, by the way, I think I've mentioned this before, is the Kickstarter edition. So again, stretch goal things happening in there, souped up components. I'm not even sure what all is in that box, but it's going to be awesome to whoever gets it. And then the third prize pack is Merchants of Araby. That's not Lemonade and Swinging Jive Cat Voodoo Lounge. So Merchants of Araby and Swinging Jive Cat Voodoo Lounge are from Daily Magic Games. They ponied up. They hooked us up with three games to give away. Super awesome. Thank you guys for that. That's not Lemonade is just new. It's a new release. It's out from Tuesday Night Games. It's one of my favorite press your luck sort of bluffing, staring contest type of games. It's very simple to play, but it's very fun. And the theme is just silly and makes me laugh and makes my family laugh. And we have a great time playing it. So there's that. Those are the prize packs. And any one of those, you're going to get some great games, right? It's going to be awesome. So how do you win one of these games. That is the question. So what I need you to do to get in on this is very simple. I want you to call into the show, call 216-352-3864. Again, The number is 216-352-3864. Give me your name and where you're from. And then I want you to tell me which game in the BGG Top 100 do you wish you actually had in your collection and why? So now I know some people out there are probably going, 
I own every game in the BGG Top 100. Well, good for you. <laughs> but seriously, uh, most people don't. If you do have all of them, tell me what your favorite one is. But here's the deal. 216-352-3864. Give me your name, where you're calling from, and which game in the BGG Top 100 do you wish you owned? Like, which is the one you want the most out of those 100 games? And you get it, like, there's the whole 100 thing happening here, 100th episode, BGG Top 100. You get it. So everybody that calls in has a chance to win. I'll pick three random winners from the folks who call in, and that's it. Just call in, and you're in the contest. I'll be announcing the winner the day before Thanksgiving. So that's coming up. What is it? The 22nd, I think, is Thanksgiving. Yes. So Wednesday, the 21st, just a couple weeks out. So you want to get in on that. Get those calls in 216-352-3864. Let me know what game you want. Let me know who you are, where you're from too. And we will get you on the air and you will be in the contest. Now, I also should point out while we're talking about giving away things, I should tell you that we have a ton of prizes coming up. I'm not exactly sure where we'll be giving them away and how, but I can tell you this. We have copies of the new Dragon's Fire stuff. So Catalyst Games gave us the uh, the campaign box. There's three adventure packs. There's and there's a character pack. We can give those away. We're giving those away very very soon, either right around Thanksgiving or at the beginning of December, and you will be getting those. Some of those are months ahead of retail. Like right now you can't get any of it. I think you could get the campaign box, but that's it. You're going to get all these ahead of retail. Got to stay tuned. I'll let you know when we're giving those away. We also have a copy of Koi from Smirk and Laughter, which is really cool. I'll be reviewing that one probably in the next week or two here. And then we've got a copy of a game called Zombs from, uh, it's like Gassy Bullfrog Games, I think is the name of their the company that published that. It's actually a really fun little card game. Again, I'll be reviewing that soon. We'll be doing that on the, si- uh, on the site as a written review as well. November and December is going to be huge. We've got a ton of games to give away, and we're going to do it, but you got to listen to find out how to win. Hey, hey, it's Alan Girding here. Wanting you to know that you... Have an amazing 100th episode and keep up the good work. Good for the old uh, earsicles. Yeah. <laughs> I keep playing those games. I hope everything goes smashingly and make sure you come back on the Tuesday night podcast a little bit. Oh, I dropped my old podcast in yours. Have some fun and I'll talk to you later, Jeremiah. And all the other listeners, hopefully. Bye. Oh, yes, Mr. Girding, I will be on your show and (laughs) I'll, I'll drop my name on your show when I'm there too. (laughs) Anyway, Alan Girding is a good friend of mine. He's a game designer extraordinaire. He's just an amazing, prolific game designer, a, a heck of a podcast host. 
and just a good dude. I really enjoy hanging out with him when I get the chance. And uh, I really appreciate him calling in and being a part of the celebration. So thanks for that, Mr. Gerding. All right, this is it. I'm going to wrap up the show. I can't believe we've gotten through it all. But like I said, I wanted to look back and I want to look forward. And that's what I'm going to do now. Obviously, I want to hit episode 200 here in just a couple years. I would love to keep this thing going and I'm going to do my best to get there. Um, so I, I'm, I I can't believe I've made it to 100. This is unbelievable. And, you know, what this show has done for me, aside from being able to just share my thoughts and and get out of my head a little bit, uh, it's it's also helped me professionally. It's been something that I can point people to and say, hey, this is the work I'm doing. This is the stuff I'm producing. And it's it's opened up doors for me in professional avenues. Uh, but like I've said from day one, it's been sort of my self-therapy time. I get to share thoughts and concerns, things that are going on in my life. And, you know, a few of you folks out there are listening. And I really appreciate that. I appreciate the fact that you think it's interesting enough, the ramblings of my mind, the thoughts that I have on games, you you take your time, which is precious. There's no there's no greater gift you can give somebody than your time. And you give that to me week in and week out. And I I don't take that lightly. When I when I sit down to record I want to produce something that is entertaining and informative and I do my best. And I, I appreciate, like I said, everybody that takes the time to listen to that. I would also like to thank all of my friends in the industry who uh, have, have done so much for the show, whether they've been on the show, whether they have contributed by giving review copies to me to talk about, which is a big part of the show. Uh, thank you for that. And looking forward, I can't wait to have more and more of you on this show to come in and share your thoughts, share your passion for gaming and the titles that you're working on. It's, I, I love, I love doing that. I love being able to help people out in that way. So seriously, it's a, it's an amazing and wonderful industry. It's full of wonderful and creative folks who uh, are just passionate about gaming and and bringing people together and helping folks have a good good time and i'm so so happy and humbled and grateful to be in some small way a part of that thank you all that's episode 100 i'm calling it it's a wrap this party's over you don't got to go home, but you can't stay here. But while you're on your way out, don't forget, give us those five stars. Give us a rating, a review, a subscription. Ah, that means the world to me. But the biggest thing is if you share the show with someone that you know, sharing is caring. Tell them about us. Tell them about Theology of Games. We've got podcasts coming out our ears. We've got written content all over the place. We've got pictures going up on Instagram all the time. 
tell them about what we're doing. We would love to let you and your friends continue to enjoy what we do. Of course, I tell you every week we've got Patreon happening. You can find out about that at theologyofgames.com slash Patreon. And other than that, I have nothing more to say other than thank you, thank you, thank you. I can't wait for the next 100. We'll see you next week. I'm Jeremiah Isley, and that's how I roll. Thanks for rolling with us today. That's How I Roll is produced by Jeremiah Isley and brought to you by Theology of Games. If you liked what you heard today, take a minute to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. Thanks for tuning in and drive safe.